1: What does Putin claiming control over Mariupol mean? Is that how significant is that? Well, first of all, it's questionable whether he does control Mariupol. One thing for sure, we know about Mariupol: he should allow humanitarian corridors to let people on that steel mill and other places that are buried under rubble to get out. To get out. That's what any 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 head of state would do in such a circumstance. And so, uh, there is no evidence yet that Mariupol is completely fallen.
0: There's plenty of evidence that Mariupol is in horrific shape. And also, I believe we caught Mariupol. Neither here nor there. President Biden saying today that the commitment continues to helping the Ukrainians. An additional 800 million in security assistance for Ukraine. Heavy artillery being sent, ammunition, tactical drones sent to what is being described, or he described as, and I'm quoting, directly to the front lines of freedom. Now, as for that steel plant that you're hearing about, that is the Azvostal steel plant in Mariupol. Me, I'm Tony Katz. Tony Katz today, how are you? 833, got Tony, that's the number, 833-468-8669. Mariupol has been surrounded for over a month. This city has been absolutely destroyed. But the ineptness of the Putin war machine, the Putin military, it is inept, it is incapable, it is incompetent. Uh, They're still murderous bastards, but they are incompetent and incapable. They have engaged this siege for over a month and they have been unable to take the city. But it was last night where you started hearing about people who are there putting out messages saying, this this is our last stand. Outnumbered, running out of supplies, and there had been a deadline for Ukrainian forces to surrender. The last holdout sheltering in this steel plant, called Azov, Azovstal, A-Z-O-V-S-T-A-L, about a 1,000 civilians are there. And Putin has said, we're not going to invade, and he's already trying to claim a victory, because what he needs... He needs the W. He needs desperately some kind of of win because everybody knows that he's had the living crap kicked out of him. He has lost clearly, while we don't have perfectly accurate numbers, he has lost over 10,000 troops. Incompetent, incapable, moronic troops. Murderous bastards, but incompetent and incapable. Putin has shown every card he has, and they are all awful cards. Awful. He doesn't have a military worth its salt. They don't have a hardware worth its salt. None of this Russian this, that, or the other actually works. They don't have the money to keep it together. Nothing. So there is this last holdout. And what Putin has said is, look, we're not going to invade we're not going to storm the plant, but seal it up so that even a fly cannot escape. This is a siege, and it's always been this way, and that was his plan. And he'll just kill them in the siege. So the idea that it's questionable whether or not Putin controls Mariupol is not actually accurate. There is no doubt that the Russians control Mariupol to the extent that they have laid siege to the city and have for a while. What will happen next? Well, you're right. That part is unknown. Meanwhile, Joe Biden in the press conference today saying that, look, we have the capacity to support them for the Ukrainians for a long time. How long can the U.S. maintain the level and pace of this military support for Ukraine?
1: Well, we have the capacity to do this for a a long time. The question is, uh, are we going to continue to maintain the support of the international community and keep the pressure on Putin to prevent him from overrunning the country, number one, and number two, make sure we continue to maintain the economic sanctions, which over time, and we're beginning to see it, are devastating their economy and their ability to move forward. So the most important thing right now is maintain the unity. So far, so far. I
0: got to tell you, when he talks about uh, how the, the, the sanctions are working, wh- who was it? Was it Jen Psaki or was it somebody else? Or maybe it was Biden saying that, you know, we never expected the, the sanctions to actually deter Russia. I thought it was always supposed to be about deterrence. Deterrence was the thing, deterrence is what we do, deterrence is, is an, an American value, if you will. But no, not, it wasn't supposed to deter. And now, of course, we, we're, we're crushing their economy. We should be clear, their economy is crushed. The Russian economy has been brutalized. One of the things uh, that uh, Joe Biden said is that you will now not allow Russian uh, uh, ships to dock in the U.S., no Russian or Russian-affiliated ships can dock in the United States. That was part of today's announcement. It's a continuing of applying pressure. I have zero issue with this pressure campaign. I have zero issue with sending them more dollars and more artillery and more and more ammunition. No, 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 no. Um, I'm to, and, and armory uh, artillery in terms of uh, weaponry. I don't know if there's any other terms, but I just want to make sure I'm engaged in some level of clarity. I have no issue with this whatsoever because I have no issue with utilizing this as our way to destroy Putin and the Putin regime. I'm totally fine with this. Can I ask who's not? Serious question. And let me give you the, the, the ways that I, I would argue this has to be looked at. I would rather be doing this, supporting Ukraine and damaging Putin, than sending troops in to do the same. This is the way to do it. You do it with dollars. You outspend the dude. Now, the argument can come back, why do we even care what's happening? Because you care what's happening i would argue that i don't think there is a value in watching the nation of ukraine get destroyed yes we see lots of places get destroyed by lots of groups and we don't send in millions by millions by millions if not billions of dollars worth of hardware and armaments etc i don't say no but it could be that you need to take a look at a longer look at uh, 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 of, of what happens if ukraine falls what does it mean Two yes uh, uh wheat and barley prices, I get what people like economist Matt will Dr. Matt will say that we grow enough of our own it doesn't really affect uh it doesn't really affect our, our pricing it affects some pricing it could affect how Europe gets fed, it could affect therefore how other trade is dealt with and other threats that Russia is seeing the threat that they are already to ukraine seeing the attacks they've already engaged on ukraine seeing the willingness they have to murder anyone who comes up against them in ukraine wouldn't we be saying that if we gave russia ukraine by not helping ukraine fight through this through this methodology that that russia would only be emboldened and be more dangerous and more vicious with other nations Better that the Ukrainians fight, because it is their fight, that we help them to the best of our ability and we let them do the work. There are plenty of times the United States does the work. This is not to be one of those times. I sleep fine with that. I sleep fine with that. And better that they should show how corrupt they are, how disorganized they are, and how they can be beaten. Remember, the Ukrainians don't have, they, they, they've got fighters, but they don't have a, a world-class fighting force. You see how a world-class fighting force could beat the Russian military in about three hours. Which is funny, because we thought that the Russians would beat the Ukrainians in about three days. What do you do about uh, Putin and nuclear weapons? That's why you only do this. And you don't do the other stuff. In the east of Ukraine, there is a 300-mile front that is being fought, and Russia still has not been able to break through from where they still are. This, more of President Biden today.
1: You know, these past weeks have seen a terrible human cost of Putin's ambition for conquest and control. Approximately two-thirds, two-thirds of all Ukrainian children have been displaced from their home. More than 5 million Ukrainians have fled their country. It's an absolute outrage. The idea this is happening, approaching the second quarter of the 21st century, is just, yeah. As Russia continues to grind out the military advances and their military advances and the brutalities against Ukraine, Putin is banking on us losing interest. That's been my view. You heard me say this from the beginning. He was counting on NATO, European Union, our allies in, in Asia. Cracking, moving away. He's betting on Western unity will crack. He's still betting on that. And once again, we're going to prove him wrong.
0: Well, that's great. I would argue that it's less about our cracking and more about the idea that Europe has come together. They did not fall apart. They see what he is. They see the threat to themselves. And they've said, my God, we've got to do something about this. We can't rely on the United States. that That's what they said. We can't rely on the United States. We have to rely on each other. That is the cause of the connection and the cause of the quote-unquote unity. I have no problem. No problem with the money going. No problem with the weaponry going. None. Let's make it Vladimir Putin's problem. I'm Tony Katz. So Title 42 may not be dead yet. And this is fantastic because it's a it's a great story in Not worrying about uh, the border, but worrying about the perception of not having the money to worry about the border. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. How are you doing? Facebook, Tony Katz Radio. The phone number, 833-468-8669-833. Got Tony. That is the number. So 52% of Americans, according to a poll from News Nation, they oppose ending Title 42. Title 42 is the policy that would allow the nation to deport people without giving them the chance to apply for asylum. Right? You have this disease out there, this dreaded uh, disease, communicable disease. uh, COVID, I I think is what they're calling it. And so uh, we need to, as a matter of safety and security, just say goodbye to people. Walk them right out the door. Thank you very much. Take it easy. Be good. Bye-bye. Catch you later. Thank you. Now there's talk about rescinding this. Well, if you rescind this, what you're going to end up with is 18,000 people a day coming to the border. 5-8-18, those are the numbers. 5,000, what we're set up with, right? How we're we're set up to handle uh, border crossings in this way. 8,000 is what we're dealing with now, a strained U.S. border. 18,000 is what we would get per day if Title 42 were pushed aside because people say, yep, open borders are there in America. Let's go, let's go, let's go. And it's not open borders, but the, the Biden administration has not been able to convince anybody that their policy is anything but open borders. So America doesn't want this. America wants Title 42 to remain. There are Democrats who want Title 42 to remain. Well, now the talk is, is that the Biden administration might very well keep Title 42. And you say to yourself, well, how? They were all about getting rid of it. How, Why would they somehow uh, keep it? It's because the U.S. border agencies don't have the budget to deal with the increased amount of people, and they will look worse if they get rid of it than if they keep it. We're talking about a shortfall of hundreds of millions of dollars if Title 42 is, is, is rescinded, and they don't have the ability to process the people, and it's just really uh, absolute a bedlam at the border. They are now considering a change in policy, not based on what's best for their ideology, but what's best to help them win a re-election in either the House or the Senate, or at least not get totally destroyed. They can't embarrass themselves anymore. They don't care about the border. They care about what it looks like to others at the border so they can go about engaging the border the way they see fit. If they had the funding, they'd still rescind. They don't care that people will pour over. They don't care that it's a dangerous situation. They don't care about the coyotes and the rape. They don't care about the murders that take place. They don't care about the lives of the ranchers at the border. They don't care about those properties at the border. It is uninteresting to them. What they care about through their progressive wing is open borders, not because I say so, but because they show you so. They show you so. Just so we understand each other. And now they're saying it will look so bad for us that we got we to gotta, we, we, we keep Title 42. Don't have the money, so we got to keep the policy in place because it'll look even worse for us. That's That level of disconnect from this administration, man, I have got like 9 million things. Nine million things that 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 the Biden administration is completely and totally disconnected on. Just 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 lost. Where they don't. I I, I gotta get to the whole thing about the masks. Holy cow, the masks. The Biden administration, the CDC, wants the Justice Department to appeal. They want to be able to force a mask on you on an airplane. They're desperate to force a mask on you on an airplane. How dare you decide what's best for you? Even though, if you didn't, if if you want to, you could still wear a mask. And then you hear Jen Psaki talk about this. Jen Psaki's got a two for today. Jen Psaki is clearly getting herself ready for MSNBC. She she was never really fit to be a a a, uh, White House press secretary. They got to get rid of her now. She is being ridiculous. And to hear her talk about her hatred for children. See, she'll say it that it's that she actually cares about kids. I don't see it that way. I see it as a hatred of of children. And I see it as a hatred of parents. Wait till you hear how she thinks things should be taught in schools. And if you think you're hearing it now, may I wait till she's on MSNBC? Hoo-wee! Oh, speaking of, did you not hear the news about CNN Plus? 21 days. 21 days into the existence of the streaming service, and they're pulling the plug on the Plus. CNN Plus is gone. I have got the whole story... And what is Chris Wallace going to do now? Oh. It's precious, I tell you. I will break that down uh, for you. Netflix's stock price, and Elon, he's got the funding to buy Twitter. Keep it here. This is Tony Katz today. News is broken over the last, like, hour. It's crazy. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. Elon Musk saying he's got the money. Let's go buy Twitter. This is where we start. Because, of course, the idea that Twitter would not be in the hands of leftists has them absolutely... Apoplectic. They're out of their heads. If they don't have control, they don't know what to do with themselves. So, of course, you know, Elon Musk, Tesla, SpaceX put in a $43 billion uh, bid to buy uh, Twitter, $54.20 a, sh- a share. Twitter immediately uh, engaged a poison pill trying to put more shares out there to dilute the amount of stock that Elon Musk owns and then uh, working the phones looking for a white knight. Looking for anybody who could help them. Stave off Elon Musk. But as we discussed at the time... You have a huge deal in front of you. You have a fiduciary responsibility to bring that to the shareholders for a vote. They have no interest in doing that. And it turns out that the board doesn't own an absolute worth of Twitter stock. And they're all making $300,000 a year. They're getting paid to be on the board. Elon Musk has already said, when I'm in charge, we're not paying anybody on the board. We're not paying anybody. We're going to save $3 million right there. Well, that's interesting. So now what we have learned is that Elon Musk has partnered with Morgan Stanley. So instead of $43 billion, the purchase is now $46.5 billion. Musk is providing $21 billion financed through equity in his own name. Morgan Stanley is going to finance $13 billion in other debt facilities, $12.5 billion in marginal loans. So we're clear. I would never tell you that I am the absolute expert on stock anything. I have often said when it comes to the market, do not, do not, not now, nor ever, do not listen to me. What I do know is how—I th- 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 shouldn't say how. What I do know is if they don't bring this to a vote, the lawsuits are going to be everywhere, just like we have discussed. It, teach me something, guys. 833-468-8669. Twitter at Tony Katz. Tony at TonyKatz.com. How do you get away with not bringing this to the, to the shareholders? It's a $46 billion offer. It's a $46 billion offer. You have to bring it. I have no idea now how Twitter plans to, to stave this off. I mean, they're going to try. I got asked this the other day uh, on, on on TV. Um, and I'm like, uh, th- "There's there's no way Twitter sells to Elon Musk because they're going to do everything they can to avoid that. You'll notice nobody else has stepped up. No other billionaires have stepped up and said, I got this. What's the matter? Only Elon Musk can get a little bit of help from Morgan Stanley to try and make it look more attractive. A couple other billionaires can't pull it together and get the loans for the rest. Nonsense. Oh, I have No idea. No idea how they're going to reject this. However, sources in the company, uh, they have been reported as saying that they're going to reject his offer on April 28th. What, what number are they going to look for? They're going to look for not $46.5 billion, but $56.5 billion? There comes a moment where you just go out and build your own. That that would be my take. But this really does show you the extent to which they want to hold on to power. Meanwhile, one of the things we've been watching is Netflix. And Netflix is just having disaster after disaster. Because I am not one of the people who thinks that the stock price going down is, you know, something that's just one of those things. Now, it was down earlier. To about two I'm looking at the right one. Yeah, it's a two eleven. And right now it's at two eighteen. So it's down seven. So it was down like fifteen today. At at, at the low. This, of course, uh, comes from the recognition that they shedded uh two hundred they had shed I should not shedded, shed shed two hundred thousand subscribers, and this has nothing to do with what's been going on in Russia. And it's one of two things. It's either nobody wants to spend $15.99 on the content they're getting, or the content they're getting isn't worth $15.99. That's that's the reality. It's one or the other. And I think it has to do with content. I think it has to do with the fact that the content doesn't connect. They've got a couple of cool things here and there, but nothing great. Like I I just heard that they're bringing back second season of Russian Doll. Have you ever seen Russian Doll? Russian doll is really good. Natasha, is it Leon? Is that how I pronounce your last name? Now I think she's talented, uh, and and it, 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 it's a cool show. It it isn't it isn't uh, worth fifteen ninety nine a month, in my view. It's not worth what you're spending on Netflix. And so much of the content is so wokey woke, woke, woke. And the deals with, uh, with, with the Obamas and, and others, people don't want to be around it. They, want, they just want to be entertained. Nothing more, nothing less. So I don't think that the, the outlook on, on Netflix from a content perspective is good. That doesn't mean that their stock price may not come back. But content wise, they're not willing to do what is necessary, which is tell a fair amount of their either board members or, or their, their CEO, Reed Hastings, or, or, or others to just shut up and just start doing stuff that people are interested in and stop having an agenda. Just cut it out with the woke nonsense. And this brings us to the absolute greatest story of the day. CNN Plus is shutting down after 21 days of service. That's just... (laughs) That's just unbelievable. Okay, people, move along. There's nothing to see here. All of the fanfare... The bringing over of Chris Wallace. And Don Lemon was going to have another show. 21 days in, they announced that starting on April 30th, operations will cease at CNN Plus. Change approved. You, you, you couldn't... There's no way to categorize the level of this holy disaster and already people on twitter are like hey elon want to buy cnn plus what's to buy there's nothing to buy just start your own this is this is beyond embarrassing for for the network but goes to show that no one is interested in the in-depth thoughts of Don Lemon because they already get the opportunity to get the in-depth thoughts of Don Lemon for free. And what they learned is mm, they're not so in depth. They're not, there's, there's no one. So, so let me explain to you part of my problem. Give you an example. I do two radio shows a day, and you can argue that my radio shows are free, right? I'm paid by a company. We have sponsors on the station. Everybody, everybody's happy. The sponsors are 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 getting uh, guys like 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 you calling them and utilizing their service, which I greatly appreciate. Uh, the station is making dollars, makes it worth what they pay me, which is nowhere near enough. Let's be perfectly clear. When you do six hours a day for, and, and, and you, people can get the content for free, how do I now go about creating content that is subscriber-based? That has been a very, very tough needle to thread for me and, for, for lack of a better word, my team. It's not that I don't have things that I could do outside of this that would be different and unique and people would go for. It's just tougher. What in the world are people going to pay for from Don Lemon? He's got that hour a night. He's as woke as can be. It's not entertaining to people, and you take a look at the ratings on CNN and it proves it. Now you want them to pay To not be entertained. At least I could argue with me. I would say this directly to Don Lemon's face. At least I'm entertaining. I've got a whole world of cigars and and bourbon. There's a whole conversation about luxury goods that that I'm getting into. You guys know that I'm working on a a series about firearms, right? Have I ever told you this? Have I ever talked about this? (sighs) I am working on a... It came from a basic theory. And, 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 and it's, it's going to sound weird. There is absolutely no reason in the world why every Jew in America isn't in favor of the Second Amendment. That was, that's where I started. It came from this idea that people like, have objection to you being armed in your place of worship. I'm like, that's the craziest, most ridiculous thing ever. And I, I have run into rabbis. They don't want you bringing a firearm into a synagogue. Well, those are ridiculous rabbis. They should be fired. Fired, gone, out, pfft, Goodbye. This is ridiculous. There is it doesn't make any sense. So I said, well, what if what if we did a series, where we we basically said I I said to I said to fellow Jews, right? This was this is my theory. Look, I, I I can't stop you from being a Democrat. I man, I wish I could, but I can't stop you from being a Democrat. But but on this on this one subject, can we just? Can we just agree on on this? Uh, We don't have to agree on anything else. Can we just agree on this? That there's nothing wrong with owning a firearm. There's nothing wrong with being armed in synagogue. It's a soft target. That's where you're going to get attacked. You have the right. You have the duty. You have the responsibility. You have the necessity to go home alive and to protect the ones you love. Of course, you should be armed in a synagogue. And here, let me show you how easy it is. Let me show you what it is that people like Moms Demand Action and all these other groups want to scare you about. Don't be scared. Have knowledge, and with knowledge, you can do things. So that was the original theory of the show, and the show is called Locks and Loaded. You know what? You know what? That's hilarious, and you can all go to hell. That's hilarious. Locks and Loaded? Come on! Really, Producer Ari? Nothing? You've told me about it before. All right. Still a little
1: something. Oh, I mean, it's a clever name, Yes
0: oh it's too late now it's too late now Ari no 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 so I I so that's an example of trying uh, creating of of content and of they all right it might be very niche I think it's gonna be hilarious uh that that might have value for people where it's like you know what that's worth the four dollars a month for a subscription on this that or whatever People look and people can decide whether or not there's a value there and by the way, I put myself out into the market and 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 that happens place uh, some things like like my videos do fair I wish they did better eat drink smoke just huge i i don't know I'm still trying to figure it out myself, but nobody thinks c n n plus was worth a damn no one thinks no one thinks. That getting Chris Wallace streaming made sense. Nobody needed more of Dr. Sanjay Gupta. No one. They had 150,000 subscribers, but only 10,000 active users. 150,000 subscribers is nothing. If you think of it, Netflix got the crap kicked out of its stock price because they lost 200,000 subscribers. 50,000 more subscribers than CNN Plus had but only 10,000 active users? So not even 10% of the paid subscribers actually use the service on a regular basis. Damn. So it's shutting down. Meanwhile, Fox Nation continues doing okay. Of course, uh, the videos over at Rumble.com, uh, where, where you see my video series, continue to crush. There's a market for some things and a market not for other things. And, and I should say, uh, I have uh, made a decision that I think, I think where maybe I, I should be is the live events, which is why we are moving forward on that. We are. Oh, that's, that's definitely happening. And we're going to be bringing in producer Ari. Producer Ari will be a part of the live events.
1: Oh, boy. My yep. going rate is $10 million.
0: Yep. Somebody has to park your car. That was funny. He's, uh, he's working valet. That was good. Wasn't trying to be funny. Just need you to park the cars and, and maybe, maybe a quick vacuum and a bit of air freshener.
1: I'm Tony Katz.
0: You know, I didn't know if this story out of New York about this woman, this mom who was found dead in a duffel bag. It's like, I didn't know how big of a story it was. And I I, I don't mean to be gross. I've heard this story before. That's the part. Like, it's a really weird, like, there was video of her, and then all of a sudden she was missing, and then she was found dead, and... You're like, what happened? You know, solid intrigue here. But it's not the first time I've heard this story. And I don't know what I'm supposed to do with myself when I can say, you know, there are a couple times in my life where I heard a a story of someone uh, ending up in a duffel bag. Like, that's... People will look at that story and say, See, this is what's happened to society. Man, there have always been awful people. And sometimes I wonder whether or not society is indeed more awful or we are just aware of more awful things. And since we're less connected to our lives around us because we're more connected via technology, we get less chance to see good things, good stories, good people, good, re- like, like, like happiness. One of the ways social media has just absolutely wrecked us. Chi- China is warning the U.S. on Taiwan, and Gen Psaki, it's time for her to go.
1: Keep it here. This is Tony Katz today.